Come on, come all to the Big Zim Hude Show. Welcome back, man. I feel really good today. Not because of football, just because I love you. And you love the Bengals, and that's why I think I love you. And you're tuning in to the very best show, period. The very best page, period. Without further ado, let's get into this thing last night. 30 to 27. Who day? All day. Every day. Bengals took the W last night, but in the preseason, just like last year, I really don't care too much about the outcome of the game. I'm looking at performances. I'm a little crazy in this aspect where I just kind of jump around with my thoughts. I really don't write down too much stuff because I wanted to flow. Let me try to flow. At the very beginning of this, I was thinking about all the players, all the guys that I love to see excel, all the different things that I thought were really cool um, from the game and, and some highlights that I really, really wanted to, to focus on. But if I'm going to be giving the most hate, the most backlash to Andy Dalton, I got to be the guy who shows the most love when he does well. Andy Dalton has absolutely killed training camp. Andy Dalton has absolutely killed all the OTAs. Andy Dalton has absolutely killed his first preseason action. He's throwing darts, missiles, making decisions on the go. The third down scramble last night is the thing I was screaming for all of last year. The hesitancy from last year is not lingering over. I don't know if Cordy Glenn makes him feel a little bit better. I don't know if LaFell being gone, some of these veterans gone, and now he is the, the ringmaster this whole I ain't going to say circus because I think we cleaned it up a little bit. It's very, very encouraging to see that because a lot of times quarterbacks go into these uh, psychological things where they're just gun shy forever. Now, I'm not saying that Andy Dalton is done with that because you know, like I know, when it counts the most, I'll still be sitting here with the same grin, the same snicker on my face because you know how I feel about him at a key moment. But as for now, the MVP is absolutely Andy Dalton of this football team. The Dalton lovers are really, really enjoying that. But one thing that I will say is, I don't know if it's a product of this new offense. The great thing that I think about the offense is they spread the ball out so well last night. On that first and that second drive, well, I'm sorry, not the second drive with the the interception. We'll get into that. Um... They spread the ball out. You saw Mixon get a touch. You saw Malone get a touch. You saw Boyd get a touch. A.J. Green doing his work. You can't stop him. He's the GOAT. You know what I mean? So you see all these different things going around and the ball's getting spread around. Automatically, I know that we won't be 32nd in the NFL offense, right? Also, last year, it wasn't until the third football game of the regular season that we actually scored a touchdown. So coming out and throwing 30 up on them easily, when you could look at the first string offense and say, shoot, we would have ended up with 42. You know what I mean? Easy. Um, There was a lot of meat still on the bone out there last night. I'm not going to harp on that. But uh, Laser is moving the ball, and I think when the the runs that he set for Mixon, they were tone-setting runs. The offensive line is no longer waiting for letting the defensive linemen get into their upper chest. They're going and attacking on these blocks. I got a highlight I might show later on of Westerman doing an amazing block. Bowling had a great block as well. Um, The one trouble I think we're going to have with the offensive line is the second-string offensive line. They did not look good. 
With the exception of Westerman, I didn't like what I saw from Obwehi. I honestly thought after he left Dalton hanging on the ground last year, they should have cut him. I don't feel any type of way. I know that they don't like uh, drafting someone that high and letting them go. I think it, it would set the tone and let people know that I don't care when we draft you. You're not committed to the team. You ain't balling. You ain't going in. You ain't going hard. You got to go. And that's the who they way. That's how you set a tone um, for the rest of the team. I'm not saying you do that with everybody and cut them, whatever. You know what I mean? But I'm just saying, a boy, he, from what I saw on film last night, on the one replay that I watched, it did not look good. The backup line is going to be a problem. The whole entire uh, defense, for the most part, and the offense, with the exception of maybe, like, you could probably go to wide receiver and running back and tight end. If there's an injury, we got serious problems. The second string offensive line couldn't run block anything. Jeff Driscoll couldn't get a playoff. Matt Barkley is terrible. I told you Matt Barkley was terrible from when they first signed him and people were like excited, like, oh, yeah, yeah, he's had NFL play. Yeah, he did have NFL play, but I saw that NFL play and it wasn't good. I'm not excited about what I saw from that. Um, we got some other different points I want to go at. Uh, John Ross. Let's talk about Ross. He made a mistake on that pass from Dalton. He slipped. That's on him. He's got to do everything in his power, even if it's offensive pass interference, to take that man out. And don't let your quarterback get picked off. That's on Ross. The difference is Marvin Lewis came back, right? He came back this time. He showed his love. There is no doghouse. There is no puppy and no barking from the doghouse. Because Marvin Lewis absolutely said, we're going to run him right back out there. And Andy Dalton went straight back to Ross when they came back. And what did Ross do? He gave you what you wanted. You make one little cut on that sideline and then he's off for 22 Defenders back heels go up. He's making that move. He's he's got the he's got the ball skills of a running back with the ball in his hands. And I think people are gonna see that. He runs routes very, very sharp. Corner I mean the corners, yeah, like I, I looked at just plays that where I just consider him a decoy. Oh my god, his hips don't move dramatically into these routes. So you're seeing corners just playing them soft. Because they don't want to be the guy that gets beat. You know what I mean? Nobody wants to get beat by Ross. And he's going to beat a lot of people. The play in the end zone I posted on my page. I honestly don't think it was a touchdown. But it's so hard to tell. If you challenge that, I don't think Marvin Lewis wins. But Marvin Lewis absolutely uh, gets big points for allowing Ross to just be Ross. Get his confidence good. Let the people see what he can do. You know what I mean? Like, Don't shy away from letting the boys play. You cut LaFell. Let these boys ride. Let him grab the, you know, the horns on this thing and let's go. You know what I mean? Um, I, Billy Price, he had a good game. Didn't mess up a snap. Second level blocks on some of those mixing runs. Good. Some of the runs by, um, uh, what's my boy, uh, Easy Too Live. You know what I mean? Like, uh, we it, it's some good runs in there from last night. Uh, he had a good block on the uh, on Carson on Trey Carson run that I got. It's probably like a six yard run, but it was a good run, um, and it was a good block by Billy Price. He's shedding off of those. Um, he's getting those guys, and he's and he's getting them stuck to his chest, and they're not moving. He's getting out there in space. He's not the greatest center I've ever seen, but he's definitely worth a first round pick, and he's definitely an upgrade from Bowdine so far. He doesn't mess up a snap. Game time, that's all that I think they're really, really expecting from him, you know, like year one. I, I know that's not much, but consistency is all we need. That's the difference between 6 and 10 
and 12 and 4, you know, like, like all these different things like that. That's the difference. It's consistency. Uh, the one thing I didn't like from last night is sometimes the defense will make a good play, then they will come back and be a bad play. Uh, Malik Jefferson, he's still learning to play football in the NFL, and he's thinking way too much. Every single play that I saw from him instinctively was just off. It has nothing to do with his athleticism. It has nothing to do with his skill level. He's thinking way too much. Go watch the plays. Uh, if I get enough time, I'm going to try to post it. I'm running around Cincinnati now. Malik Jefferson is thinking way too much. I thought um, I'm very, very concerned with the back half of the, the cornerback room. Kavari Russell played well. He's your fourth corner. Book it. Sign him up. That's your fourth corner. Somebody goes down, he takes up the slot. I feel good about it. Josh Shaw actually played okay last night. Um, we're going to have a big battle on our hands between Brandon Wilson Josh Shaw, uh, and Darius Phillips. Darius Phillips had two of the worst coverages I saw all of last night. You drafted him at a spot where you couldn't cut him. If he goes to the practice squad, I think somebody picks him up. I don't think they would do that. It's going to be tough, man. I just don't know how he makes the team. Uh, Brandon Wilson has got a flash, in it, especially game four. That game four is going to decide a lot of these corners in that second half of the room, uh, this, the back half of the corner rack room, the secondary. Um, it's going to be a lot of corners and safety. It's going to be some guys that uh, when you when you get 12, uh, 11 picks every year, this is what happens. Good guys, guys that could go fill out some rosters are going to get cut. We're going to pick up some guys that will get cut. The one Achilles heel that I've seen all offseason in the last two years is we don't cover tight, tight ends well. Jordan Evans and Visual have the skill set to do it, but their Visual always misses assignments. That's something that I always saw last year, especially when Burfick wasn't there. Jordan Evans is thinking too much. The same thing I just told you about Malik Jefferson. Um, he's thinking too much. It's a learning curve. Linebackers, linebackers have to be so instinctive and be ready to get to the ball without thinking. That's just the biggest part of this whole thing. And um, right now, the linebacking core just isn't there. The, the skill set is there, but they just aren't there. That's why I really was really, really hoping a linebacker really high this year in the draft. It didn't happen the way I wanted. Um, some of the linebackers that did go early are, are really considered edge rushers anyway. But... I think if the linebacker play from the first and the second round pans out, a lot of Hude Nation is going to be looking at us like, why didn't we draft one of those guys like early on? Um, the one highlight that I want to say about everything is this is the best defensive line that I've ever seen from the Bengals. Ever. Let that sit. This is the best defensive line I've ever seen from the Bengals. Like, ever in my lifetime. Now, you may say, okay, well, he was born in the late 80s. You know, maybe he didn't see, you know, whatever. I mean, uh, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, it's loaded. You could keep you could keep 9, 10. I mean, Andrew Brown, like, is it would, would absolutely be in a rotation or... On twenty-something teams in uh, in the league right now, he's going to be dying to get on the field, and he may never get on the field this whole year if everyone stays healthy. This defensive line is so explosive; every single position 
even Billings and Baker had pass rushing abilities. They burst off the line with pairing up with Geno. If you could take the double team off of Geno, it's so encouraging. Lawson is a freak. Lawson is my pick for this team's MVP. He'll always have a chance to get the sacks. He may set a record for sacks this year. Willis rotating in is going to be crazy as well. You got the Michael Johnson veteran that's going to be able to coach those guys up when uh, when there's any doubt. The new system from Vance, I mean, I'm sorry, I said Vance Joseph. I am so sorry. <laughs> the new defensive system right now, um, I like it a lot, but you're not going to see a lot of exotic stuff. A lot of people are looking for three uh, safety looks. The one thing that I noticed last night is when Bates is out there, you can't have them out there in coverage against a team that has three good wide receivers. So if you go up against someone like the Titans, yeah, Bates could absolutely come in there and be another guy to get on their tight end system. Uh, a, a lot of guys that run two tight end sets or whatever, you are going to see a lot of three safety looks. I just don't see how you risk coverage and taking off Kavari Russell or taking off another corner when you need coverage and, and, and guys are running three wide receivers at you that are excellent, and then you, you're you going to have to go into nickel and dime packages early, you know, like first, second, third down. Um, that's one thing I, I noticed a lot. So this three safety look that everyone's thinking about, I don't think you're going to see that a lot. They're banking on William Jackson taking the very best player every, every week and then letting the coverage show at the last minute. You're going to see a lot of looks where it looks like they're playing like a soft-looking zone on the other side of the field. Um, Kirkpatrick thrives in that. If he can get help on that side and he's not in a man-to-man situation, Kirkpatrick with his length is going to thrive in that. And that's the one thing I did love from from what I saw last night um, from the new defense. Uh, But just going back to the defensive line, uh, I should have wrote out some notes. (laughs) That's first and foremost. But um, Terrell Austin is just going to just be rotating all these guys. Hubbard. Hubbard was killing. When you got a guy like that killing on the second stream team, like it, it just lets you know that he has to be implemented in, into the first stream uh, defense. But they're, the, the way of the NFL right now, the Eagles, what they're doing, I feel like Brandon Graham is like the best, best comparison to Carl Lawson. They're trying to do that with the, the Bengals here. They're doing a Brandon Graham him. They're going to make sure all of these defensive guys that I'm talking about, Willis, Hubbard, Atkins, uh, Dunlap, all these guys are just rotating all day, and they're fresh, and they're elite. This may be the last year that we can all have these guys play because after this year, they're going to be all winning paychecks. They better sign Geno to an extension now. Um, I, I, I liked a lot of different things from this game. I think that's enough that I'll go into right now. I wanted to pick this back up because I missed you. I wanted to talk to you. I'm doing good. You're good. We're back. It's who day. I'm going to see you boys and girls tomorrow. Come check me out on Saturday. I'm going to film a couple segments. Come uh, come give me a hug. I want to take pictures with anybody that wants to run up. I got a special prize for you. Um, the first person to walk up to me and give me a who day, I got a special prize for you. I've been sending out prizes all this week everybody's just, we're all going to eat. If you're hungry, we're going to eat. It's who day. I'm, I'm proud of the guys last night. I'm really, really encouraged by what I saw. Um, one person I didn't name was Jeff Driscoll. He is absolutely your backup. Matt Barkley has got to go. I said that when they signed him. 
I don't want to make this too long. I want you to digest this. I want you to watch the replay. I may play a, a full replay of the game coming up. I was at the game, a little incognito. I wanted to be able to just take it all in without being distracted. I'm going to catch up with you guys tomorrow. Come meet me at the last practice for Bengals at Paul Brown Stadium. Um, that starts at 3 o'clock. I'll be there early. I'll be there probably 2, 2.30, something like that. Um, we're we're going to get some interviews. We're going to do some cool stuff. Come check me out. I love you guys. It's the Big Zim Hude Show. We're going to get this thing popping. Get me out of here. See you next time. Never gonna get enough depending on how it's going We only gonna get tougher riding